Hi, I feel like you know it's me, Alan Smith, where we publish stories of today's paper on Wednesday, June the 28th. Uh, so, front page paper today is uh, Wifey Faces Flats Murder Charge After Death Probe. So, a 35-year-old uh, wifey yesterday appeared in the dock charged with murdering a man in an Aberdeen high-rise. The accused uh, made no plea during a closed-doors hearing at the city's sheriff court. Uh, she's accused of killing a 49-year-old man, Neil Jolly, at the Marshall Court block of flats in the early hours of Monday. She was remanded in custody and is expected to reappear in court within the next week. Uh, Bobby said their thoughts are very much with Neil's family and friends, as they named him as the alleged victim last night. Marshall Court residents remained in shock over the tragedy yesterday as the Bobby's investigation continued. Um, the Bobby's was called out about 20 past one on Monday morning. Um, in the wake of the incident, Bobby's could be seen working on the first floor. Five Bobby's uh, vehicles were also seen outside, while a number of plainclothes officers were also seen entering the building with boxes of equipment. So, can I gain a cell there? They're not supposed to be in plain clothes, but um, yeah, so, no good. And as I was saying the other day, it's just becoming more and more. Coming up here are this um, assaults and again, murders and for the various nay good, but um, yeah, certainly obviously a tragedy for the money's family. And uh, you know, the wife didn't get very far uh, if she even tried to run a bar, maybe she never, but um, yeah, near a good story about anyway. Now, here's an iconic steam train on track for flying visit. So, one of the most famous steam trains in the world will make a special stop in Aberdeen next week as part of its centenary celebrations. The Flying Scotsman, well, surely it's not one of its, it must be the most famous steam train in the world, surely. Uh, anyway, it has embarked on a voyage across heritage museums and railways in the UK to mark 100 years on, its tracks, uh, on the tracks between Edinburgh and London. The steam engine, which was the first of its kind to reach 100 mile an hour in the early 20th century, will make an extremely rare visit to the Granite City on Monday. It's part of an unmissable programme of events organised by the National Railway Museum to give everybody a chance to experience the Flying Scotsman. Uh, for one day only, hundreds of folk in Aberdeen will have the opportunity to see the uh, iconic steam engine in action and explore its signature green locomotive up close. The engine uh, will stop at Aberdeen Railway Station for adventures to Ferry Hill Railway Heritage Trust, where it will be serviced and turned. A group of volunteers will turn the Flying Scotsman on the charity's renowned Ransom and Rapier 75th turntable and prepare it for its trip back to Edinburgh. So, a great honour indeed to be able to act for, for the Flying Scotsman and, um, you know, be a tremendous thing to, for folk to go and see that. Uh, if I am able, I'll certainly have a nip in and see if I can see it. At, uh, I have seen it before, I do it to York um, Train Museum, please say, and it was a something to behold. It's just, um, just a magical name, isn't it? So, anyway, I hope to get a good turnout for Aberdonians, but they have a gack at it, but it's, uh, yeah, well worth it to see you've seen uh, the Flying Scotsman up close. 
Nu heet er Ultra Runner, het nu hij efter bagen momentes Monroe record. So, en Ultra Runner heeft zet een nieuw record voor scalen all of Scotland's Monroe's. Um, Jamie Ahrens finished in 31 days, 10 hours and 27 minutes. Smashing the previous record for a self-propelled challenge by more than 12 hours. This saw Miss Ahrens, who was originally from California but moved to Scotland in 2005, run, bike or kayak between each of the Monroes, which is Scottish mountains with a height of more than 3,000 feet. Starting at Ben Moore on Mall in May the 26th, uh, Miss Arlens was a social worker advisor for the Scottish Government. They covered a momentous 1,600 miles. Over the course of the challenge, she ascended 135,000 uh, metres, just over us, and uh, that's equivalent to climbing Mount Everest 16 times. And she travelled with 817 miles on foot, 515 by road bike, 230 miles on mountain bike, uh, and 30 miles on her gravel bike, as well as seven miles on kayaking. So, God, mighty Shefele likes to bike and nice and keen in the kayak, I see. Um, sleeping an average of just four hours a day throughout the challenge, she managed to complete 14 Monroes within 24 hours. Uh, the record had previously been held by former Marine Donnie Campbell, Fish Sky, who completed a similar channel challenge in 31 days, 23 hours and two minutes in 2020. So... Ned would he'll be back shortly now to try and reclaim his, his crumb. But what an achievement. I mean, crikey, to, you know, be running around and bicycling and uh, row, rowing your kayak. God almighty. Um, and then take us to get up the hills, all the hills and that, on top of that. So, um, some of you sat with me and, um, you know, very well done. Uh, tremendous achievement, I think. Uh, you know, I'd be happy if I could just bag one more row. Near hail sing bang. No, here's a passenger kicked a taxi driver in the face. So a uh, wifey for repeatedly kicked an Aberdeen taxi driver in the face had claimed she did so to stop his erratic driving. Uh, but the taxi driver was only driving at Y because he was being attacked by the wifey and her accomplice um, Aberdeen Sheriff Court was dealt. Uh, the wifey had just met the, her co-accused, a man, um, at a party and drunkenly agreed to share a taxi from Power Circle to Seaton Road. Uh, this was in September 2021. Well, unless it was a hell of a night, you could easily walk at it. Nighttime, I would think. But anyway, as the taxi driver pulled up at their destination about 10 to 10, uh, the man pinned him to the seat and repeatedly punched him. After multiple blows to the face, their victim managed to drive a bar. Um, the <coughs> fiscal deputy um, Mane said the complainer drove the vehicle in a fast and erratic manner due to the accused uh, continuing to assault him. As a result of the way in which he was driving, the wifey started to kick out at the seat in front of her to have the complainer slow down. In doing this, uh, she kicked the complainer several, on several occasions to the left side of his face. Uh, the driver, being attacked by two fronts, uh, ultimately got help from an officer in a marked Bobby's car. Um, so, well, you know, if I would be a taxi driver picking up, uh, you know, field guides like this, but um, anyway, at the end of the day, the sheriff, Morag McLaughlin, agreed to help 
uh, provide the support and sentenced uh, the wifey of Halfield Crescent to a 15-month supervision order. Because um, uh, uh, the wifey had expressed some remorse and uh, she realised that that thing had happened, but, um, you know, still flipping pretty grim uh, for a peer taxi driver, but, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's what happened in Hendhood, so he will, um, he will learn his lesson, I'm sure, that boy, and uh, steer clear of power circle. Now, a uh, princess campaign is his city role model. Um, so, as his uh, Prince William visited Aberdeen yesterday as part of his campaign to end homelessness in the UK within five years. Almighty, that's uh, a fair challenge, I would think. Uh, the Prince of Wales, officially the Duke of Rothschild in Scotland, was at the Tilly Drone Community Campus for his only engagement north of the border as part of the launch of Homewards. The visit aimed to spotlight how co-located and joined-up community support services can improve early intervention and prevent homelessness, uh, with the Hayton Road facility being one of only six across the UK selected for the five-year scheme. Uh, William received a tour of the £6 million Hayton Road campus that opened in 2019 and saw activities take place including cooking classes, NHS services and nursery sessions for young kids. He spoke to folk via cross-council and national health services, uh, including the Aberdeen City Council Chief Executive Angela Scott and uh, Heather McCluskey for the Centre for Homelessness Impact. The local authority's housing access and support manager, Graham Gardner, also spoke to the Prince and said he felt fortunate to be able to show him around the campus. So, well, you know, to be fair, it's a fairly big um, big news story right enough if he's up visiting and, you know, at least I suppose he's trying to do something uh, to, to stop, you know, folk becoming homeless in the first place. I think this is the whole idea of the thing. So, um well, I suppose the luck of the Teledone's been, been picked and um, hopefully this thing will make a, a bit of a difference and uh, we'll see less folks sleeping out in the boot in the burning because it's uh, not a great, not a great sign and certainly not a great place for sleeping out in the boot in the, in the winter time, that's for sure. Um, I mean, even in the summertime, in some days it uh, we need not have time to be, to be hospitable, but. Um, in the wintertime, definitely a no-no. Now, just finish up with sport as normal. On the back page, because the is um, Anderson thanks Brune for impact. So, as his former Aberdeen captain, Russell Anderson, will always be grateful for the impact Craig Brune had on his career. Uh, Brune was in charge of the Dons when Anderson returned to his home town team in January 2012, following an injury-blighted spell with Derby County. The central defender went on to captain the Dons to League Cup success in 2014, uh, a year after Derek McInnes succeeded Brune in the Petordi hot seat. So, um, well, you know, obviously a lot of young loons that uh, Brune uh, took through, and um, it was a great in for, for uh, uh, gain youth its chance and like that. So, um, I'm sure a lot of folk is uh, very grateful for what he did, but uh, yeah, heaps and heaps of. Um, you know, stories about uh, Craig Brune and, uh, you know, obviously folk in the football world was, was um, kind of about him, but it just are the stories of just how good a bloke he was. He was, uh, I always had time for folk and, uh, you know, he would help with anybody if he could. So, 
Um, as was said before, sorely missed, and um, you know, um, thinking about his family and, and for everything just now. So, um, a big, a big miss for uh, Aberdeen, certainly for uh, the time he spent here, and he's still, he's still dead. Now that's me done for the announcement. We put this series today's pressing journal on Wednesday, twenty eighth of June, twenty twenty three. So, um. Max Kennedy today started off near the Vark, so it was quite uh, um, decent in the morning, and then it, it commenced rain about dinner time, and it was pretty heavy for a while. It was just um, uh, lashing for a couple of hours this afternoon, but then at night time, you know, back at half past six, seven o'clock, took it all good, and uh, it was um, a clear, it was a lovely night actually, it was just um, excellent, so it was just Hoping and praying for a fine weekend for the Port Soy Boat Festival for the Snoggery Jocks. And um, fingers crossed it's uh, half decent and get good crowds up here. So, um, anyway, thanks very much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please make sure and tell a pal about it. Um, and, uh, you know, there's always room for uh, more folk on board the Doric Express. And if, uh, you know, they went there, they can follow us on uh, Spotify. That's uh, Easiest way of doing it, and never miss an episode. Um, I would just be dandy. In the meantime, thanks so much. Cheers now. Doodle.